Good morning. We reported last week that Lovettsville Town Councilwoman Renee Edmonston is resigning her seat on the town council just a couple months after getting it. Now she's saying it's because of fellow council member Mike Dunlap. For Monday, September 17th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rens Green. Former Lovettsville Town Councilwoman Renee Edmonston has said that the reason she stepped down just 67 days after being elected is what she called fellow Councilmember Mike Dunlap's harsh, obvious, and candid disrespect. On September 6th, she emailed her resignation to Mayor Nate Fontaine, saying she was resigning because of, quote, unprecedented, continued, and consistent demeaning, degrading, borderline harassment behavior, end quote. She said that since she took her seat on the dais, Dunlap has frequently cut off debate on issues to prevent her from rebutting and opposed requests to extend meeting times when her items were last on the agenda. She said she resigned because she is making a stand against unethical behavior and, quote, as a resident of the town of Lovettsville who sought to simply serve and give back to the community, I never imagined the level of psychological warfare would be part of the job description, end quote. Dunlap said he's not sure what she means by that. He said he's one member of the council and the mayor controls the time. Fontaine, the mayor, said he's worked with council members before meetings to make sure that there would be enough time to get through their items on the agenda. At a town council meeting that day, the day of the email resignation, Edmonston was reading a lengthy motion proposing a standing finance committee when Dunlap interjected and said he was confused about the motion's structure. When she was done reading, he said he felt the motion didn't follow a typical format. Vice Mayor Jim McIntyre said that Edmonston's motion was an extremely awkward structure and that resolutions typically state the current situation and what the town council intends to resolve. Edmonston said other motions she's read in the past have been shut down because they weren't informative enough and she's trying to be informative. After a few minutes of discussion, Councilman Chris Hornbaker spoke up in her defense. He said the criticism was unprecedented. Edmonston has since said the town should have reacted to an earlier email sent August 7th in which she wrote that Dunlap continued to challenge her comments, ideas, and suggestions. Fontaine responded to that email, saying he would continue to facilitate collaboration among council members. Edmonston was elected to the town council for the first time this May with 322 votes, second most behind Councilman Chris Hornbaker, who got 368. She took office on July 1st and now said she's had enough of holding elected office to last a lifetime. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the Leesburg Town Council has unanimously approved plans for an historical marker at the location of the former Potter's Cemetery at the northeast corner of Catoctin and East Market Streets. It will serve as a visible reminder of the lynchings in Loudon. According to historical accounts, that is where the black man Charles Craven was lynched by a mob of over 300 white men on July 31, 1902. He was shot and left hanging from a tree. 
Earlier that day, he'd been arrested on suspicion of murder of a prominent white farmer in the Herndon area. A mob overpowered authorities in the downtown Leesburg jail and brought Craven to the cemetery where he was killed. Charges were filed against some members of the mob, but no one was ever convicted for Craven's death. Loudoun County NAACP President Philip Thompson brought the request for a marker to the Leesburg Town Council. He's pushing to put markers at the sites of all three known lynchings in Loudoun. There's another at the former site of the freight station along the W and OD Trail on Harrison Street, and a third near the Point of Rocks Bridge. Thompson said the NAACP will raise money to pay for the marker. He's hoping to have both of the markers in Leesburg placed in time for Martin Luther King Jr. Day in January. Board of Supervisors Vice Chairman Ralph Bona blocked a resolution in support of the Equal Rights Amendment from coming to a vote earlier this month. The Equal Rights Amendment is an amendment to the U.S. Constitution first introduced in 1921 that seeks to outlaw discrimination based on gender. And under the board's rules of order, both the chairman and vice chairman can veto a resolution from coming to the full board. Bona said the Equal Rights Amendment is for the General Assembly to vote on, and he doesn't want it to be, quote, the issue in the Loudoun newspapers for the next 9 to 12 months. But the board will probably be voting on the Equal Rights Amendment anyway. Chair Phyllis Randall said she will introduce a policy supporting it as part of the county's legislative agenda. She said it's not unusual for the Board of Supervisors to tell state legislators how the board wants them to vote. A number of Loudoners had come to the board meeting to ask supervisors to pass a resolution supporting the Equal Rights Amendment. There is disagreement over how close the Equal Rights Amendment is to ratification. To amend the U.S. Constitution, three-fourths of the states must pass resolutions in support. The amendment's supporters say Virginia would be the 38th and final state needed to do so, but others say there are as few as 31 states supporting the amendment and that the deadline to ratify it has expired. After being originally introduced in 1921, the Equal Rights Amendment was reintroduced in 1971 with a deadline for ratification in 1979. In 1977, it had been ratified by 35 states and had bipartisan support in both houses of Congress and all three presidents in office during that time, Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, and Jimmy Carter. But a conservative movement led by Phyllis Schlafly derailed the amendment. Four states, Idaho, Kentucky, Nebraska, Tennessee, and South Dakota, have voted to sunset or revoke their ratification, although it's not clear whether they can actually do that. Congress extended the ratification deadline into 1982, but no additional states ratified during that time. Since then, Nevada and Illinois have voted to ratify. And hundreds of unused acres of land at Dulles Airport could be sold to a data center company, depending on a decision by the Metropolitan Washington Airports Authority tomorrow. The airport's authority will consider selling 424 acres on the western edge of the property known as the Western Lands to Digital Realty Trust for $236.5 million. The Western Lands are part of the land the airport's authority started buying up in 2005 for a fourth runway and support facilities. The airport's authority expects to use about 414 acres of that and hold on to another 16, leaving 424 acres of a total 854 acres unused and undeveloped. In July of last year, the airport's authority started looking for someone to buy or lease that land. According to the airport's authority, Digital Realty was the highest bidder and has already negotiated with the authority and made a $5 million deposit. Digital Realty is already an established presence in Loudoun with 17 data centers in the county already, according to the company's website. Some of those data centers have drawn complaints from nearby residents, such as the Regency at Ashburn. This is over the noise. The western lands between Old Ox Road and the airport's runways are far from most homes except Loudoun Valley Estates, and in an area where by policy the county does not allow residential development due to airport noise. 
That land is part of a larger 584-acre parcel listed in county records at a fair market value of $115.9 million. And if it's sold to a private owner, the county can start collecting real estate taxes on it. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On the Get Out Loudon calendar, the Pumpkin Village Fall Fest has begun at the Leesburg Animal Park. Until November 9th, the park is all about fall, pumpkins, and fun with giant hill slides, hay rides, moon bounces, pedal carts, and other stuff. It's open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, buy 424 acres of land to develop the new Morning Minute headquarters to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. Bye.